0: Welcome back to another episode of Without Apology, brought to you by Wise Fools Media. Without Apology is a podcast about Catholic apologetics from a guy who knows some apologetics and another who doesn't. I'm William. And I'm Josh. And today, I'm asking Josh, does God exist? And next episode,
1: we're asking, does Poseidon exist? That's right.
0: Awesome. All right, Josh. So I got a question for you. Yeah. First of all, it's been a minute.
1: Yeah, a little bit.
0: We took about three weeks off or a month off or so. Yeah. Had a lot of stuff going on. But I think we're we're back with a doozy today. Yeah. So This
1: is a long time coming. This is a long time coming. I am so excited to Good. finally be doing this. All right. Let's just jump off with this, dude.
0: All right. Simple question. It's three words and it has a question mark at the end of it. Does God exist?
1: Yes. The existence of God is not an article of faith. It is something that can be known by the natural light of human reason, and in this episode I'll be presenting what's called a metaphysical demonstration of the existence of God. This will unfold in a series of questions and analogies from which we derive the metaphysical principles that will then construct the argument metaphysics being the branch of philosophy that deals in existence this is also meant to get people thinking about the bigger picture of reality ultimate questions that sort of thing
0: okay okay well okay first of all i think i need some aspirin i mean this is going to be definitely the brain matter on the wall like i have a headache already (laughs) just starting off with your first your first go
1: well it's a lot easier than you think probably Take, for example, the question, why is there something rather than nothing? Or is there an explanation for the existence of reality? These are questions that people have asked throughout the entire history of human thought, because we as rational beings have intuitions that make us raise these sorts of questions. And it's those intuitions that will guide us through the argument to the ultimate explanation of reality, along with some metaphysical jargon here and there. And so while it may come across as confusing and esoteric, it's really more like putting into words the kind of thought process most people have at some point in their life already. Okay,
0: okay. well, just keep going, keep going.
1: Well, before we jump into it, there is one thing I want to mention. I'd like to point out that the claims I make here are logically independent of any religion or any other religious claims. And because we're not proving the entirety of Christianity, we're only proving that God exists. And this has three consequences. Okay. The first is that any objections raised against any other Christian belief will be entirely useless here.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Like, so the the first, so like any objections raised against other Christian beliefs is that it's entirely useless here. Right. Right. So if
1: you were to point out, say, apparent contradictions in the Bible and say, well, therefore your argument doesn't work. Uh, pointing out contradictions would not undermine the argument in any way okay I follow the second is that even if all religions were proven false or never existed to begin with that wouldn't undermine the argument either okay and finally for anyone that has personal issues with religion this dialogue has nothing to do with those issues even if one agrees with everything I say here they can still say that religion of a plague on society without being logically incoherent or contradicting themselves. Now, that doesn't that doesn't mean I think one ought to say that, but point being this conversation isn't about that because it's not about religion.
0: All right, all right, all right. Okay, fair, fair enough. You you gave a disclaimer. I promise we won't pirate this and the FBI won't come after us, you know, so <laughs> okay, can we now jump into it?
1: Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Go. We're going to start with the question, why is there something rather than nothing? Mm. Or must there be an explanation for the existence of everything? Now, I think it's safe to say that at least some things have explanations. Think about the last time you lost
0: your car keys. Yeah, that happens often. I mean, I have my little uh, my little tile key finder guy. Oh, you GPS. <laughs> the battery just died on it, and I haven't been able to find my keys in weeks.
1: Oh, there you go. So... Imagine you lose your keys and someone suggests to you that your keys are not actually lost. They were simply annihilated from existence with no explanation.
0: That happens when you lose, uh, when the battery dies on my tile.
1: There you go. So, do you think that your keys being annihilated with no explanation, is that a thought worth entertaining?
0: Absolutely not. I mean, I mean, my my, my finder does work, you know, <laughs> when when it, when it does work. So, I mean if your keys were
1: annihilated your finder probably wouldn't find them
0: i i I don't i would like to think it would but no i go of course if it's annihilated it's not going to find it okay right right right.
1: so because the annihilation of your keys would lack an explanation here's another example imagine you have two objects that are identical in every way that two objects uh, two objects can be now imagine you put these objects on a scale to find that one weighs more than the other. Okay. It seems like we would either have to say that the objects are in fact not identical or that there's some problem with the scale or something like that. But would it be at all possible for one of those objects to really weigh more than the other if they really are identical?
0: Well, I mean maybe if one object was on a planet with stronger gravity or something.
1: Well, sure, but notice how you intuitively look for some kind of explanation, almost as if the idea of no explanation isn't even an option. This is referred to as the principle of sufficient reason. Basically, if something exists, there's an explanation for its existence. And for anyone that cares about a more technical definition, there is a sufficient reason or adequate, necessary, objective explanation for the being of whatever is and for all attributes of any being. (gasps) That is the neo-scholastic formulation, but we can just say that if something exists, it requires an explanation.
0: All right, all right. You, you're going to quiz me on this later, aren't you? Yeah, that's going to be on the midterm. Okay, anyway,
1: good. if we're going to say that your missing car keys requires an explanation and that the apparent difference in weight of the identical objects requires an explanation, then couldn't we also use the principle of sufficient reason to say that the existence of our reality as a whole requires an explanation?
0: Yeah, but, but okay, time out just because we expect things to have explanations doesn't mean that they actually do. Like, I, I don't I don't know.
1: Right, that is correct, but I never said that things have explanations just because we expect them to. I'm mm. saying that it is logically incoherent to say that some things require explanations and other things don't.
0: But how, But okay, how is that incoherent? I mean, why can't we say that some things need explanations but other things don't? And, uh, you know, when it comes to my missing car keys, that has an explanation. But when it comes to our universe, that's just one of the things that doesn't have an explanation.
1: Because in order to say that, we would have to draw a principled line. We'd have to say that things that have the criteria X require an explanation, but that reality does not have the criteria X. But what kind of criteria do we fill in for X?
0: Okay, okay, okay. Well, ah, goodness gracious. Talk about the headache. Okay, (laughs) what if the only things that need explanations, okay, are the things within our reality but that, re- but that reality is like, it as a whole, doesn't. You know what I mean? Because we also need a legitimate reason to draw
1: the line there. And it seems like the only reason we would draw the line there is if we're just trying to keep the divine foot out the door. But I don't see any real reason why we should draw the line there.
0: Okay. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm with you.
1: All right. And one more point before we move on. Notice how we conclude that something has an explanation even before discovering what that explanation is. So this principle is something we know intuitively even before I made this argument. It's already something that dictates your life, like Mm. with the example with the car keys.
0: Yeah, that's interesting, man. Kind of scary. All right, all right, let's move on.
1: Sure, let's bring it back to the question, why is there something rather than nothing? There are three options we have when answering this. The first is that there is no explanation and that the question is nonsensical. We basically cover that already. The second is that our reality is somehow able to explain its own existence, at least to some capacity. And finally, if our reality can't explain its own existence to any capacity, then the third option is that our reality is explained by something beyond itself. If we go with the first or second option, then God doesn't exist and that's the end of the story. If we go with the third option, then the story continues, and we have to ask further questions to determine what kind of reality would be adequate for explaining everything.
0: Okay, hold on, hold on. I need to get that medicine. Hold on. <laughs> all right, all right. <clears throat> Sorry, headache is 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 in check, peaking one hundred right now. <laughs> but why are those the only options? Like, couldn't there be some fourth, uh, like some fourth option that you know we just don't know about? it's actually not logically
1: possible for there to be a fourth option. This is because of something called the law of the excluded middle, which states that either a proposition is true or its negation is true. So when it comes to the proposition that everything has an explanation, that's either true or false. And if we can somehow show that the negation of that claim is false, then the affirmation of that claim must be true. And if it is true, then we move on to the next proposition, which is, that reality can explain its own existence. So that's either true or false. And if that is false, then the only other option is that the explanation for our reality is not found within our reality. Kind of like how you can't be just a little pregnant.
0: Alright, well you're a little pregnant. <laughs> uh, maybe bring some uh, water next time instead of soda. Alright, but but let me see if I get this right, okay? Um, first, we ruled out the possibility of our universe having no explanation. So if if our universe can't explain its own existence, then that means God exists.
1: Well, not actually. Uh, even if we get to the point where we have to say that the explanation is found beyond our reality, that isn't enough by itself to prove that God exists. We could uh, still have to we'd still have to unpack the implications of that before we can say God is the ultimate explanation. So if an atheist wanted to, they could bite the bullet, so to speak and say that, our reality can't explain itself, but we can never know what that explanation is, because even though we know something has an explanation, it doesn't always follow that we know what that explanation is. Also, I'm here for a good time, not a long time.
0: <laughs> Alright, all right, okay. For argument's sake, let's just say I'm starting to see how this works.
1: <laughs> Great. Now, if the principle of sufficient reason is true, then that means there must be some kind of explanation for the existence of everything, i.e. reality. So that rules out the first option. Now, the next question is, does our reality explain its own existence? Some argue that it can explain itself if we just give an explanation for each individual item within reality and then just have an infinite regress going backwards in time forever. So A is explained by B, which is explained by C, and so on and so forth, with every item forever. And so if that's the case, then we will have given an explanation for each item which makes up everything. And we'll have thus given an explanation for the existence of everything, similar to how if you can explain each part of a machine, you've explained the whole machine.
0: Okay. well, let's 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 pretend like we're just pretending right now that I don't completely understand this. Um, You know, maybe like, could you just give me an example? (laughs) Sure.
1: So your existence is explained by your parents, which is explained by their parents and so on and so forth. And likewise, everything that exists would be explained by the thing that spawned it into existence. Like having an infinite chain of parents and grandparents and great-grandparents, you get the idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's super awkward my parents explain my existence.
1: (laughs) Just think of everything within reality as having parents, and then those parents have parents, and that goes on forever. Now, here's the rebuttal. Even if we're able to explain each item by appealing to each previous item, that doesn't actually explain everything that needs to be explained. And here's a good analogy from Leibniz that illustrates this pretty well. Leibniz? Uh, He's some dead guy. Who cares? Anyway, (laughs) imagine you have a geometry textbook and the information in this textbook was actually copied from a previous textbook, which in turn was copied from a previous textbook and so on and so forth forever. So we have an infinite regress of geometry books.
0: Yeah, and they keep charging you the same amount each time. (laughs) Um, So, okay, if if we're still going, like if we're still doing the grandparent thing, it's like each textbook has a textbook parent, right? So that identical information to their textbook, quote unquote, son Hmm. or daughter, Um, Maybe it's more like if you had a guy that was really just a clone of another guy, but then that guy was a clone of another guy, and then you just have infinite clones with no beginning? And then they started a podcast
1: called That Guy Show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Your face is stupid. (laughs) All right, exactly. Um, Now imagine I ask where the information in this book came from, and you respond, well, it came from another textbook. While that may be true in a sense, that doesn't really answer the question. It just moves the goalpost. Because now I'm going to ask where that information came from, and no matter how many more books we appeal to, it doesn't really ever answer the question. Because it doesn't explain why it contains the information it has rather than something else, like, why is it a geometry book and not a poetry book? And who's the author of this book? Why does it even exist in the first place? Yes,
0: it's... So, okay, it's like the time travel paradox thing, you know, that we talked about last episode. Yeah, you yeah, know? the lecture notes. Yeah, yeah, the lecture notes. <laughs> right,
1: um, or let's say this geometry book was handwritten and the copies were made with a photocopier or whatever. Whose handwriting would it be in? The only way to answer this question is by expanding our search beyond the geometry books. And this brings me to another principle called the principle of selection. And here's how I like to formulate it. If it could have been otherwise, it can't explain itself. So, think about those geometry books. I asked questions like, why is it geometry rather than poetry? Because the only way to answer that question is by expanding our search beyond the books, because it could have been poetry, but it was geometry instead. And the books themselves can't tell us why it was geometry. And thus, we expand our search in fact we've been using this principle from the very beginning remember the first question
0: yeah, yeah yeah like why is there something rather than nothing so so when you use the phrase could have been otherwise i guess otherwise you know quote unquote otherwise can also mean not existing at all
1: right um and so similar to the principle of sufficient reason the principle of selection is something we know intuitively that we already use and The analogies are really just meant to draw out that intuition that uh, most people basically already have.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, what's the point? What's the point of all this?
1: Right. um, Okay. (laughs) Bringing it back to the geometry books one last time, even if, in some sense, we can explain each book by appealing to each previous book. That doesn't give a sufficient reason for the existence of the series itself, because the information contained within the books could have been otherwise or could have not existed at all. The only way we can answer why it is this way and not that way is to expand our search to something beyond the geometry books. And likewise, because our reality could have been otherwise or could have not existed at all, Even if we try to explain each thing within reality by appealing to infinite grandparent clones or whatever, we must ultimately expand our search to something that's beyond this reality if we're ever going to answer this ultimate question. And so that leaves us with the third option. Since our reality requires an explanation but is unable to explain its own existence, Mm -hmm. the explanation must therefore lie beyond our reality now, what sort of thing could transcend our world? We're going to figure that out in part two.
0: Mm. All right. I'm going to go grab some aspirin. That's a lot. <laughs> good. I'm glad we're having a part two, dude, because this is, it's a lot to like sink in, right?
1: Yeah. Initially, I was going to make it all one part and we probably could have just done like a longer episode or we even have no, time to spare. It's, but. <laughs> it's, it's good.
0: We need to break it up, give, give people time to, to clean the walls behind them um awesome well dude
1: yeah
0: let's do Continue this again soon okay yeah. part two is coming soon guys and then hopefully in the next two weeks um uh, that that was a lot dude i didn't do a lot of talking that time and, and i i there was no 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 opportunity for me to even try and be the dumb guy i just kind of had to go with the flow with that one um That's so good i like to hear myself talk yeah yeah <laughs> um guys uh thanks for listening um we missed you we enjoy having you guys uh a part of the show um phone number yeah um oh shoot i don't even know the phone number i don't even have my real notes up here
1: Ooh! i bet i can get it before you do
0: okay i bet you that's a lie hold on let's see come on there it is
1: Oh I got it I got it um, Okay it Where is 9855037867 Say it one more time. It is nine eight five five zero three seven eight six seven. And what does that phone number do?
0: Okay, yeah, you just leave a you just leave a voice uh, a voicemail. Um, you don't really talk to anybody. Just say your name, where you're from. We already have one voicemail. We're actually gonna get to it next week because I think it's gonna tie into yeah. the part. It is. ties in
1: perfectly with the next part. It's awesome. basically answered. So follow the-
0: us uh, on on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever at uh, Wisefools Media. Um, That's where you can follow everything that we do on Wisefuls Media so we have other podcasts and and, and things like that Um, call us if you want to leave a voicemail just say try to
1: prove me wrong yeah and uh,
0: (laughs) you can you can yell at Josh Um,
1: feel free to be as mean and aggressive as you want we got to make the show interesting somehow (laughs) exactly
0: Um, so yeah so give us a call leave a voicemail just tell us what show you want to talk about we probably should get it because like every show is different so I don't think anybody's going to be confused about that and then yeah listen everywhere that podcasts are playable i think we're on so dude thank you for coming back again being on your show my (laughs) pleasure and uh thank you for having me on our show
1: there you
0: go dude my name is william
1: and i am josh
0: this is without apology yeah peace